Hey, welcome to the cane violation. I don't know what's going on in the NBA world. I probably should since I host a show about it. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on the NBA Reddit page. Uh-oh. Mark Cuban and Haralabob public feud. Cuban attacks reporter. What's this all about? Uh, I don't know. That's a lot to read. Damian Lillard, what's going on, man? You gonna still stay with Portland even though you guys suck ass? What else? What else? Oh! Former Mavs employee Ralabob challenges Mark Cuban to a game of one-on-one -on, -one on Twitter. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's entertaining. It'll never happen, but fun to talk about. Uh, Luka Doncic, game time decision. 76ers not interested in a Ben Simmons for C.J. McCollum trade with the Trailblazers. Even though they allegedly made that offer months ago, now they're not interested. Maybe because... Public, the public got wind of it and uh, said the Sixers were crazy for offering that. And uh, which McCullough doesn't want to look bad. Who's the, who's the, who's the fucking, who's the guy, man? He's the head of the Sixers, Maury. Maury wanted a positive story on himself. God, this intro sucks. Um, Buddy Hill. What? Oh, <laughs> uh, I guess Solomon Hill got hurt. Buddy healed, wished him a speedy recovery. <laughs> And Solomon Hill wrote, Same for you, bro. You still wearing a King's jersey. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. All right, let's start the show. The team we're talking about this week. Not, uh, not a team we, uh, we think about a lot. Not a team you hear about. Pretty under the radar. Uh, it, it takes a lot for ESPN to ever bring them up. Uh, we're going to talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. Small little team with a, a couple of notable names, like Austin Reeves, Wayne Ellington, Taylor Horton Tucker. You know, those studs. And they also have a bunch of other people. They have LeBron James, Camarillo, Anthony Russell, Westbrook, uh, Anthony Davis, yeah. Uh, you may have heard of them. So who is their longest tenured player? It's actually LeBron. <laughs> it's LeBron. Doesn't it seem like just yesterday LeBron made his big, big announcement 
what was it, 2018, summer 2018? Yeah. Apparently a lot of people already knew he was going to the Lakers. They just didn't want to tell us. Because uh, otherwise Rich Paul would have them executed. If that leaked. That would be bad. So yeah, LeBron's their longest tenured player. Highest paid player is not LeBron. It's Russell Westbrook making $44 million. Just absurd NBA money. Very absurd. And then highest paid G-leaguer. So this is a uh, highest paid player on the team who's appeared in a G-league game. That is Taylor Horton Tucker who had a stint with the South Bay Lakers like three years ago, two years, uh, 2018, 2019. Uh, so it's like two years ago. And look at him now. Now he's making tons of muns to money. He's got, uh, what, like 12 million bucks a year he makes? Not bad. Not bad for a second rounder. Or no, it's 9.5 million. Excuse me. So, uh, this is, this is an interesting team. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like, er, eight, nine? Yeah, this might be a record. So there's seven guys making the exact same salary to the dollar because they're all veteran minimum contracts and I think they're all making the same amount because they have at least 10 years of experience. So that's the most you can get through the vet minimum. So those players are Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, Avery Bradley... Wayne Ellington, Dwight Howard, DeAndre Jordan, and Rajon Rondo. And then Kent Bazemore is making a little less. I, has Kent Bazemore really not been in the NBA for 10 years? Is that true? I would think it's... It's been around 10 years at this point. Well, let's double check. Kent Bazemore. Kent Bazemore. Oh, 2012 draft. Yeah, so not quite 10. That's why he's not making the same as the other guys. And then they have Malik Monk, who's, uh, wasn't he just drafted? Wasn't he drafted three years ago? No, I'm kidding. It was like. 2016 or yeah, I think it was 2016 Malik Monk he was a lottery pick there's a lot of hype for this guy actually it could be 2017 it's 2017 holy cow what happened it's not making much money but at least he's not sitting on the bench. He's actually getting playing time. 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm I not staying up till 1 in the morning when I have work the next day, so I did not watch this live. But thank goodness I know some websites that have access to the full game, and uh, I was able to watch it. It, uh, it sucked for a Celtics fan. So it was, it was pretty, you know, it was pretty much a game. Up until halftime, up until halftime, maybe beginning of the third, Celtics just kind of fell asleep at the wheel. Lazy turnovers. And, uh, it just seemed like the Lakers were more energized and had... <laughs> It, it kind of looked like they were out for blood. Also that, and the fact that Westbrook, LeBron, and Davis, and Horton Tucker, I guess if you count him, actually were all playing. The big story with the Lakers this year has been that they've, they haven't all been healthy. They haven't been all healthy. They're old. Westbrook is kind of eh in terms of fit with this group. So they're getting they're getting a lot of flack. Getting a lot of flack. And they're not playing great. They have what, thirteen wins now? So they're a middle of the road team. A lot of people had them projected number one in the West. Which, which doesn't really make sense why. I mean, okay, okay. I had them at number one, but I, I, I follow a strict rating system. That's why I had them number one. I'm too embarrassed to reveal it, honestly. But yeah, I had them number one in the West. And, you know, I'm going to stick to that, even though it doesn't look great right now. But who knows? Uh, after last night's performance, last night's performance is uh, is what Lakers fans envisioned for this team. I mean, you got, you got a male Lakers fan in bed. You know, maybe, maybe he's like, you know, just just hanging out, looking at his his LeBron Anthony Davis poster. Starts uh, playing a little pocket pool <laughs> because he's just so excited. He's a Lakers fan, and he just knows that Westbrook's gonna be the perfect fit for these guys. You know he. He, he he can't wait to go on the internet and then post on uh, Reddit about how how great the Lakers are going to be this season. But you know he's he's got to he's got to use his imagination a little bit to uh, you know, you know. <laughs> Good God. So that <laughs> no that this is the game that. All these crazed Lakers fans were envisioning 
last summer. They thought, oh man, it's going to be like this every night, you know. Westbrook's going to have no-look passes to Dwight Howard. Westbrook's going to hit threes and then have this sort of swaggery look to him. And Staples Center's going to go wild. It's going to be great. Except, yeah, this happened, but it's only been one game so far. The whole the season as a whole has been not that great. Really hasn't been. It's been pretty crappy, I'd say. I I I'm curious. What are you guys gonna do? Because this team is old. Playoff time. Are you relying on? Kendrick Nunn, Horton Tucker. I guess you're really gonna have to lean on. I think, I think playoff time. They're they're gonna have to have all hands on deck, because I will say, like, although this is an old team, it's like, it's very, it's very deep as well, deep with senior citizens in the NBA who can contribute. Like you know, maybe give. Carmelo Anthony, like, 12 minutes. Trevor Ariza, give him 15. Avery Bradley, give him 15 minutes. Wayne Ellington, give him, like, 8 minutes. Dwight Howard, give him, like, 10 minutes. DeAndre Jordan, I don't know why he's still on the team. (laughs) Uh, Rondo, ah, he's good for 4 minutes now. (laughs) Isn't that his number now? Number 4? For four minutes. Four minutes, you know. Yeah, he'll make a couple good passes, but he's he's really falling off. <laughs> Kent Bazemore, he was a disaster for most of this year. I think he was starting. Not anymore. I don't even think he's playing. Malik Monk, yeah, maybe you can... Have LeBron, like, choke him out and say, Hit threes, damn it. If you don't hit at least four threes with that shit defense you have, I swear to God, I swear, oh, make sure you play in Sacramento for the rest of your career. Not even Sacramento. I'll make you go overseas. I'll make you play in the B League. Pretty sure it's a Japanese league. I'll make you play on Hassan Whiteside's old team. I'll make you play in Lebanon. And then they got what Austin Reeves, Jay Hoff. To who the heck is Chadi Brown Jr.? What? Who? It's with these two-way guys. I don't watch college basketball, so I don't know any of these names. And I'll, and I'll be watching the game, and I'll be like, who is this guy? And then Greeny's like, oh, you know, he was a McDonald's All-American. You know, he was great back at his school in uh, northern Tennessee. He was uh, top of his class. 
He was a number five recruit out of Maryland, and uh, he he transferred to uh, Caltech, but then he redshirted a year in in Izy in Boise, Idaho, and and then he he tried to 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 go to the draft, but he was undrafted, and then I I think he he played overseas. I think he played uh, on uh, the, the 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 German team with uh, with all the Germans, and then at one point he was uh, he was teammates with uh, <laughs> who's that guy? I can't think. Joel Freeland. <laughs> he played uh, he played in uh, the British <laughs> the British league. And then, yeah, I guess he's in the NBA now. That's uh, that's not what Greeny would say because um, Greeny uh, doesn't follow these guys when they go overseas. But he knows all the college stuff. He's gonna be on uh, next week's episode. We're actually going to a G League game. I can't wait. I've never been to one. It'll be fun. We're going to talk about the Bucks. Probably on the train ride over there. So, uh, you know, you're not going to have uh, that SM58 microphone quality on that one. Sorry. What was I looking at? Oh, uh, Seku... Demboya. Remember him? He was on the Pistons. He's not on the team anymore. So where is he? What happened? Why did they wave him? That's weird. I don't know why they got rid of him. Maybe he got a better contract somewhere else. It doesn't look like it, though. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah, Celtics game. The third quarter's when the Lakers really started uh, going away with everything. Al Horford... Now he's he started making a couple shots, made a made a jumper, then he made a three pointer in the third, like you know, trying to keep the Celtics in it, trying to go like, come on guys, come on guys, we got this, we're we're Celtics, we're tough, we're tough, and then uh, all the other Celtic players were like, no 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 no, Al Al, this isn't this isn't the 2017 Celtics, this is actually the 2021 Celtics. We're not that tough. We're not that. Mark is smart. Yeah, that guy's tough, but that guy's crazy. He, he's always like throwing stuff in the locker room. We kind of just tune him out most of the time. But yeah, great guy. But yeah, you know, I I don't know where all this Celtic grit stuff comes from because, you know, if 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 we're down by ten points, the game's over. The game's over in our book. Actually, we just we just say, "Hey Tatum, 
Let's uh let's make sure you get to thirty tonight. Let's make sure you get to thirty. That way uh you can uh do a little more stat padding there. Yeah, Tatum started off the game really well. He I think he scored the first fourteen points. The first fourteen points he scored. Very impressive. Hit a bunch of threes. And then Avery Bradley. God, I love Avery Bradley, but you should have seen this one jumper he had. It wasn't a brick. It was a freaking anvil. Oh, my God. It didn't go anywhere near the rim. It, like, went off... The side, the the complete left side of the backboard, like towards the bottom. It was the ugliest thing I've seen in a while. But he's starting for them. Bradley is starting for them. Apparently, his on-off numbers are um, pretty bad when he's off the court. Apparently the Lakers are better, but I don't know. They're still starting him. It's not like they're straight up losing games because he's playing. I mean, he hit shots. So who knows? I don't. I don't know what this team's going to do. Are they going to make a, a big trade at the deadline? I don't know. I don't know. Does Ben Simmons want to play in L.A.? Because, you know, you know, Rich Paul has thought about that. You know, if it doesn't work out with Westbrook, we can just trade for Ben Simmons. Why would the Sixers want Westbrook? They wouldn't. Maybe they would. No way they would. Daryl Morey already traded for <laughs> Westbrook once. He's not going to do it again. Ugh. This team is... I, I want to see this team play. I really do. I've never seen Trevor Ariza play, like, live. Like, I'm... As, um... Like I've really been watching the NBA pretty closely for 10 years. And a lot of the guys that I watched are starting to get really old. NBA senior citizens like Mello is 37. What? Uh, wasn't it just yesterday he was like scoring 30 for the Knicks? He still can score 30. Is just not the number one option anymore. That's what happens as you get old. Except for LeBron. LeBron, he 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 doesn't look like. I know people are saying like this guy, this LeBron's incredible. Still playing at this level at this age. It's like yeah. Pretty good. He takes, you know, he's not playing every night. But it, it, it's not like the LeBron 
from seven years ago. Even four years ago. You can tell he's he's picking his spots here. Picking his spots big time. Still an amazing player for his age, though. And then... Has Kendrick Nunn even played in a game yet? Jeez, what's going on with him? Where's Kendrick Nunn? Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> so I looked it up. There's a headline that said, Kendrick Nunn unlikely to return until 2022. And immediately I thought, what, he's out the whole season? That was a case they would trade him. But no, he's probably going to be back in, like, January. Same with Ariza. So, yeah, I've I've never seen Ariza play. I'm such an NBA nerd. I just, I'm going through, like, the oldest NBA players. And I was just like, okay, this might be their last year in the league. I've never seen them play live. So, maybe I should, uh... Check them out now. Another one is Dwight Howard. I've never seen Dwight Howard in person. So, why not see him? Um, there's a couple interesting. I've never seen Taj Gibson play. Which is interesting because I saw one of his teams play, but uh, it was after he was traded. See, I saw the 2017 Bulls in the playoffs, but Taj Gibson was traded at the deadline. So he was on the team, but he got traded. Otherwise, I've never seen him. Who else do I need to see? I, I don't think I ever saw J.J. Redick See, the thing I grapple with is, does it count if they don't play any minutes in the game and I just see them on the bench? I don't think it really does. I think it only counts if you see them on the court playing, but sometimes it's just not really the case. Like, I mean, I've, I saw Meta World Peace on the Lakers... But did I? Because he didn't play at all in the game. I don't know. Weird. Who else do I need to see? I've definitely seen Haslam play. I saw him play years ago. Back when he was on... <laughs> back when he was, he's been on the Heat. But back when uh, LeBron was on the Heat, that's what I meant. Oldest players, oldest players, oldest players, oldest players, oldest players. All right, let's go down the list. Let's go down the list. Udonis Haslam, yes, I've seen him. He's 41. Andre Iguodala, yes, I saw him play in the 2012 playoffs with the Sixers. Carmelo Anthony, yes, I saw him play in the 2013 playoffs with the Knicks. Uh, these are all against the Celtics, by the way. LeBron, yes, I saw him play against the uh, 2012 Celtics in the playoffs. Uh, 
Paul Millsap, 36 years old. I just saw him play against the Heat in Brooklyn like a month ago. P.J. Tucker, just saw him play on the Heat. Also saw him on the Bucks back in June. Chris, ah, I've never seen Chris Paul play. All right, so he's up next. He's he's going to be in the league next year, though. It's not like it's his last year, so I'll have to make sure I go to a Phoenix Suns game next year. Taj Gibson, so he's on a local team near me, so I should probably see him because this is probably going to be, eh, I'd say it's, it could very well be his last year. Let's just say that. Trevor Reza, 36 years old. I've never seen him play, so. I've got to see the Lakers game. Well, Marcus Aldridge, I just saw him play um, a month ago, and I saw him play back when he was on the Blazers as well. Dwight Howard, I've never seen him play in person. Never seen him play. Rondo. Nope, never seen Rondo. Just kidding. I've seen him like 20 times on the Celtics. Back when he was on the Celtics. Did I ever see him on another team? Um, well, he was on that Bulls playoff team in 2017, but he was hurt in the game I went to, so he was not on the court. Kyle Lowry. 35 years old. Just saw him play a month ago. Ooh, George Hill. I've never seen George Hill and um never seen George Hill play in person. So, I guess I got to go to a Bucks game. What's this? Ooh. Derrick Rose finds Obi Toppin on the break. Very nice. Goran Dragic. I saw him play back when he was on the Suns. His second stint on the Suns in 2014. Garrett Temple, 35 years old. I saw him play when he was on the Sacramento Kings in 2016. Who's next? Al Horford. Seen him play plenty of times. Rudy Gay. Also saw him on that Sacramento Kings team in 2016. Jeff Green. Uh, saw that bum play enough. Back when I used to go to a ton of Celtic games. Uh, Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews. Yeah, I saw him play on the Blazers 2014. And the last one. Lou Williams. Yeah, I've seen Lou Williams. He, he, I saw him when he was on the Sixers in that 2012 series. The same game as I saw Iguodala. They were both on that team. That's interesting. They shorten the list. I used to uh, used to include more people. I'm on the the Wikipedia page. All right, so I gotta go to a Lakers game so I can see a reason Dwight Howard. 
and I'll go to a Knicks game, and then maybe next year, next year I'll try to catch uh, Chris Paul and George Hill. Other than that, I've seen everyone. Seen everyone. Uh, I don't know. It's the Lakers, man. Who knows what's gonna happen? I I think they're uh they're gonna get their act together though. They're uh they're gonna go much further the next year. That's my prediction. That's what I think. I mean, I don't think they can beat the Warriors though. Not not this Warriors team. I this is uh this is second round exit. I'd say for the Lakers, either second or third round. They're not going to the finals. No way. <laughs> no way. Like this, I could see the Lakers beating the Jazz. Oof. I don't I don't think they can beat the Suns or the Warriors, though. I don't think they're good enough. They're just not. I think they could bring the war, or um, I think they could bring the Suns to seven games. I think the Warriors would cream them, though. Warriors are so deep, man. How many games ahead are they right now? Let's see. All right, or are the Suns in first? Oh, they're tied right now. So Suns and Warriors are tied twenty to four. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, uh, so, yeah, it's the Lakers. Screw them. F them. Greatest team ever. Will they have 17, uh, 17 banners? You know, Minneapolis ones definitely count. Ooh, what? Blazers guard CJ McCollum has collapsed long. Out indefinitely. Oh, no wonder the Sixers don't want to trade for him now. Uh, Celtics, trade for him. Josh Richardson for McCollum? Yeah, do it. All right, fine. We'll give you Wancho Hernan Gomez as well. He's all yours. Enjoy. All right, so movie of the week is uh one that I used to always see in my dang TV guide. See, I'm really showing my age here. I used to always look forward to getting the Sunday paper. And I would pick out, I would go through all the the, the ads and whatnot that they'd have. Like, you know, the Best Buy would have their magazine of sales in there, whatever you want to call them, the coupons. And I would go through, I would go through, I would go through until I found the TV Guide for the Week. Yes, this was how you found out what was on TV. Because... Believe it or not, a lot of TVs in like the late 90s, early 2000s, they didn't have the guide feature. Some of them did at the time, but it wasn't as common. It, it, it became 
more common in the mid 2000s, like 2004, 2005. That's when everyone started getting digital cable. But like 2000, 2001, 2002, not everyone had the the guide button. So you would have to go through your paper and 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 keep the TV guide so then you could flip and you it was like a a book it and it wasn't like a you know that TV guide uh brand they they had one as well it was a a small book and they used to have that in like the the supermarket um lines and people would buy them there but the, the, this isn't the one that we got in the paper the one we got in the paper was actually much better it used to come in the sunday boston globe and it would be like um like a, a little uh paper booklet and you'd go through and it would show like a, a it would be like a a grid system or not system like a grid of uh everything playing during prime time throughout the week i remember i used to check and see oh what what uh what disney channel original movie are they gonna play on this night oh is it luck of the irish oh maybe they're playing halloween town 2 calabar's revenge who knows Oh man, wouldn't that be cool if the other me was on this week? Maybe it is. Oh, oh, it's Halloween time. Maybe Nickelodeon's gonna play an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark for old time's sake. This is what I would look forward to. It's pathetic, I know. But ain't wow, I really went off topic with this. But yeah, I used to go through this TV guide and this I would oh, I would see this movie a lot. It would it would be playing on some random channel whether it's HBO, maybe it was uh what channel would it be on? Maybe like AMC would have it on or like the Encore channel. It would always stand out because the title begins with a ah, what is it? It's like a star. At the beginning. Yeah, you know, like uh, when you make a spelling mistake in a text, and then uh. You do like the star and then you spell the word correctly. I'm literally looking at it on my keyboard right now. What is it? Eight. Eight. It, I guess it's just a star, but that's that's what this title begins with. The, the title of this movie begins with. It's that symbol and then the title. It's It's called Batteries Not Included. That is the name of this movie. And it was, uh, alright. How does this get made, though? 
How does this get made? I'll tell you how this gets made. Steven Spielberg. Other than that, the script would be thrown in the garbage if Spielberg wasn't attached to it. I'm sorry, it's the truth. So, Spielberg did a show back in the mid-80s. It's called Amazing Stories. And it was basically a show... Well, let's look it up right now. Because I never watched the damn thing. Truly amazing, fantastical, funny, and odd, and sometimes scary, sad, and endearing stories are portrayed many... Famous actors, actresses, and directors made guest appearances. So it looks like it's just like an anthology show. But instead of like it being creepy like The Twilight Zone, yeah, maybe some episodes are a little creepy, but it looks like it's whimsical. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it's like, uh, very, yeah, fantastical, like it says in, uh, in the log line here. And this movie was actually intended to be one of the stories in, uh, Amazing Stories. But Spielberg said, no, I want to make it a movie because it's a good idea. Which, I, I don't really think it's that great of an idea. So, it's about this neighborhood in New York City. Is it, it might be in East Village. Who the hell knows? You know, it's in Manhattan. And this, this land developer, he's trying to knock down all the buildings. He wants to put up some skyscrapers. You know? Stuff that is not relevant at all to today. Kidding. It's um. It's a, a story as old as time. Is it though? Maybe it's as old as a century. And uh, the, 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 they got most of the neighborhood demolished, and there's this one building. It's still up there. That's still still going strong. They got a restaurant attached to it. And it's this old couple. This old couple. So how how does this get pitched? How does this get pitched? I mean, I guess that when Steven Spielberg's in the room they kind of just have to go along with what he says. Spielberg's like, yeah, so it's about this old couple that, that lives in a building. And they're like, oh, oh, okay, uh, maybe uh, like uh, Henry Fonda or something like that. It's like, no, not them. Uh, this guy. I don't even know who he is. Who are the stars of this movie? Hume... Hume Cronin. Hume A. Cronin. Not familiar with his work. I'm sure he's a legend. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's done a lot of great stuff. I just... 
Haven't seen it. He was in Shadow of a Doubt. I've definitely heard of that movie. Oh, Alfred Hitchcock. So this guy's in it. He's old. And uh, it's his wife in real life. Is, is uh, playing his wife. It's Jessica Tandy. And they're the stars of the movie, technically, I guess. Technically. And then you got a few other people. The most notable one, Elizabeth Pena, who I know from Jacob's Ladder. One of my favorite movies, actually. Kind of sad what happened to her. I guess um, she had a... She had some issues with uh, with alcohol and ended up uh, getting the best of her health. Um, does that make sense? Best of her health. Oh, she played. So she played Sophia Vergara's mother on Modern Family, and they were only thirteen years old apart. Interesting. Yeah. I... Uh, uh, she did a nice job, I guess. This was a few years before. Jacob's Ladder. And then there was another guy I recognized. And I was like, hey, he kind of looks like the guy from Better Call Saul. And then I looked it up. And it was the guy from Better Call Saul. It's the guy who plays... Uh, Rick, Rick Schweikart, Schweikart, I watched that show, I feel like I should know the name, although it's been a while since I saw the last episode, but the, yeah, this guy, uh, <laughs> this guy, he just has last names I can't pronounce, Dennis Boutsikaris, Boutsikaris, yeah, yeah, I mean, I figured it wasn't actually the guy from Better Call Saul because he literally has the same haircut and beard that he did, what, 40 years ago, this movie? 35 years ago? But it is. It's the same guy. Yeah, like he's got, uh, he's got like the, the Dennis Miller Weekend Update hair going on. And... He's uh he's kind of a creep in it actually. He so Elizabeth Pena's character lives in the building as well with the the old lady. Same with um same with the this guy better call Saul guy. And she has a boyfriend. But this guy has a crush on her, and he's he's a painter. So they're kind of, like, warming up to each other, like, little flirty, little flirty, but she's, she's you know, really, really creating her boundaries. You know, she's not, she's not letting him break through. And... He paints her nude. He paints her nude. This is this movie's rated PG. He just 
he's 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 he says, "Hey, I painted a portrait of you. It's right here. Want to see it?" She's like, "Sure." And she looks at it. she's nude in it, which, I mean, if you do that today, you're you're in trouble. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. If it's someone you don't really know that well. Or if it's someone you're trying to hit on, yeah. And then and then this guy makes it even worse. I mean, she tries to play it off as like, oh, like, get rid of that. Like, what are you doing? And then he's like, oh, you know, I'm just using my imagination, you know. My, my x-ray goggles. Then he, like, pulls out, like, a, a pair of binoculars, like, that's around his, around his neck. And, like starts looking at her like it's it's it does not work today let's just say that even back then i would think that would be weird but whatever so what so yeah they're they're all in this building uh big bad corporate corporation wants to demolish it so who saves them flying saucers flying saucers what how do they uh how do they save a building well here's the thing they're not big flying saucers they're little flying saucers and they just go through the window one night and the old couple discovers these flying saucers they're like the size of a frying pan and they love it they're like this is great. This is great. There's there's flying saucers in our house. This is awesome. They're going to save us. And the saucers save them. Kind of, I guess. They uh they they transform their restaurant. They help them get more business. And then the the flying saucers uh start having sex and having little flying saucer babies and this is supposed to be adorable and it's really not it's it's not at all it's very weird very weird and then there's there's another guy he's like uh i don't know i guess you you call him a, a a punk, a punk in the neighborhood. He's trying to get these people kicked out, and it's not working. He's trying. He's trying to get a payday from the corporation. Like the the corporation hired some local muscle to try and get these people out of the apartment, and it doesn't work. But you know what happens? The the little flying saucers end up saving the day. I, uh, I, I guess maybe if you have Spielberg in the room, he can make it sound like endearing and sweet because these, these the two flying saucers have little flying saucer babies that are like the size of, uh, I don't know, like a, like a hamburger bun. Oh, yeah, like a hamburger bun. Speaking of which, 
when they're the little hamburger bun flying saucers are helping out in the restaurant, one of them accidentally gets made into a hamburger and almost gets eaten by a fat old construction worker. Ha ha ha. But, 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 but before the construction worker takes a bite, he realizes he needs ketchup. And, and the saucer flies away. And then when the guy looks down at his plate again, he's like, Whoa, where'd it go? Where's my burger? Oh, no. It's just really weird. It's a weird movie. How much money did this make? This couldn't have made that much money. It's not that great. Let's see. How much did this make? Wait, seriously? This cost $25 million to make? And people actually went to see it? Why would kids want to see Jessica Tandy? They're not going to know who that is. I don't even know who that is. And I watch a lot of movies. Oh, she was in Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, she was in The Birds? I guess I should know who she is. So, yeah, this, I guess, made some money. Somehow. I guess when you just say Steven Spielberg, you go, Oh my God, Spielberg, Flying Saucer, E.T. We gotta see this. It's, it'll be like E.T., the little saucers. They, they, go, they go into the window. I'm looking at the movie poster. Oh man, it's like, oh, this is gonna be great. And it's not. At least I didn't think so. I'm giving it two stars. Tier 2 rating, the Abbey rating. There's some good moments. Actually, some of the effects look decent for the time. So this came out in 1987. There, There's a couple shots where I'm just like, oh, this actually looks pretty realistic for 1987. But they're they're pretty brief when it cuts. It's it's mostly of the flying saucers like flying around the old people. There's a couple of shots where it's like, oh, that 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 doesn't look completely fake. Okay, interesting. And then it'll cut to another angle and it'll look uh, completely unrealistic, and it'll look like they're in front of like a. It'll be like the flying saucer flying around, but it looks like it's actually flying across a TV screen <laughs> of, of like the old people walking around. Yeah, Abby rating tier two. All right, sorry, I didn't have a lot of energy for this one, but uh, next week we got Greeny, probably recording it on a train. 
on our way to see the Long Island Nets. First G League game ever. Uh, enjoy whatever hip-hop I choose. I don't even know what I'm playing. A lot of you females got me twisted. You assume just because I'm a rapper, you can approach me in a hoish way and get something out of it. Shit, you'll be lucky if you walk away with an autograph, bitch. You better come correct. I'm a bang that's like the shining sun. But I'll be a fool if I say you're the one. And I'll be the father that's waiting down on the land. But I won't be a man. You see, I got a little plan. You know it, you know it. I'm not introducing you to mama. 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 Man, it's so hard to find a girl who's Supposed to happen in my state like me. A lot of you drink and smoke, suck a lot of dick on the low and probably got HIV. Don't get mad when you get played by me. I'ma keep it real to the day I did. I.E. And for you girls to be up in the club, it's in the age with a fake ID. Listen, I don't give a fuck what you believe. Most guys don't want you to see that they just want to get your ass under the sheets. Fuck you to leave. I don't know what bumps you to be so stupid. Now you crying your eyes out. He's long gone and you trying to find out. But I'm telling you why, so don't cry, baby girl. Now it's time you live life on the right route. Back to me. Actually, I got a lot of girls throwing their ass to me. I throw it right back at them so happily. Can't believe that they have the audacity. They even do that shit like I'm that guy. Bitch, come down because you're not that fly. Kiss the first night, it's not that time. No hoes hopping inside my ride. Rain, that's like the shining sun. But I'll be a fool if I say you're the one. And I'll be the water that's raining down on the Always talking about, I don't even want to know what hops in L. Yeah, he got some skills, but every time he put them eyes in, it looked like he popped some pills. I just want to know Marcus. He's a sweet little innocent boy. Oh, God. I played him with no problem. And if he wanted to, I let him beat the pussy with no condom. Bitch, what's your problem? You expect me to be optim. Mystic with the mischief you bring, you senseless bitch, you out of your mind. I know you like the fact I'm so bad when I spit up on a track. Black and I rap with a little bit of swag. And happen to have a little money in the back. What the fuck do you got that'll impress me so I can feel half of the magic? A loose badge in no passage. Uh-uh, bitch, put that back in the package. I feel so sick and lonely. I want a real girl that'll get to know me. No charcoal breath who be hitting a stogie. And not one that'll say shit to blow me. In common, boo. Don't be assuming that I'm gonna love you because if you do, I cut you out of my life, I promise you. I'm down to earth and I'm an honest dude. You barely be giving me any homage, dudes. I would definitely regret it and probably bit a public headache if I was stupid and got with you. How many guys have you let bone you? Let me guess, you don't have no clue, huh? Could have been five, could have been ten, could have been a million niggas to hop on you, huh? I ain't trying to be another one on the list. That'll make me a true son of a bitch. Yup, I know how you work. You ain't nothing but a flirt, baby girl. That's one of the risks. Best believe that I'm a pass on that. Ain't got time for no asshole acts. You say you a good girl, that's no fact. Can't roll smooth cause your axles crack. You can't find a good man, that's so sad. I think it's B cause you act so whack. So don't be trying to blame the world for your nonsense, bitch. I'll fuck around and smack your ass. Rain, that's like the shining sun. But I'll be a fool if I say you're the one. And I'll be the water that's raining down on the land. But I won't be a man. You see, I got a little plan. You know it, you know it. I'm not 
evolution of God. Searching for the truth is a threat. Seems the closer we get to the truth, state troopers of feds come out to silence you. My house in Malibu probably tapped cause living next door to Demi Moore plus I'm black. Plus I want vengeance for the poor who's attacked daily. Patriot Act never scared me. Jake in the Taurus, Sticky in the Jarvis. Niggas I'm with got warrants. America's browning. 20 years from now every town will be brown and Latin. An African looking Manhattan. I'ma tell you what I seen with my three eyes. Word to me, not a hoax back in 99. A spacecraft in the skyline. In LA in daytime, axe horse and fire line. Every mother, every father, raise your sons and your daughters with respect and with honor. From the seed comes the fruit. It's an unbroken circle. All of life is universal, and we're all in the struggle. If I know one thing is true. remains in debate documents of our own air force base additional terrestrial information other planets with life population my observation scientists study pictures of a flying disc writer earth anthropologists are finding shit visitors probably live with us they can mimic us it's sort of what we're seeing in the cinemas look in the mirror and see the bigger picture it's good to be alive it's good to be alive nobody is an island we are part of
black billionaire before Oprah Bob Johnson. How'd he disappear? Conspiracy theories, UFOs in the air. I seen it with my own two eyes, and I swear like Warren Buffett. Real money, I'm just trying to touch it. The diamond encrusted shit live illustrious, cause we was deprived of it, suffered. Now we pop to prove anything's possible. My pimp strut was invented when they whipped us. Now we diddy bop just to show you that our strength's up. Just when niggas bout to see they cut, global warming bout to burn us up. Niggas never really seen paper in this world. American blacks, the teenager of this world. Give us 20 more years to grow up. Already geniuses. What I mean is this. I used to worship a certain Queens police murderer. Till I read the words of Ivan Van Sertum. And he inserted something in me that made me feel worthier. Now I spit revolution. I'm his hood interpreter. Take a look in the mirror and see the bigger picture. It's good to be alive. It's good to be alive. Nobody is an island. We are part of an environment. Only way we gon' survive is if we harmonize. Yo, I'm American born, love America, love my people, love all mankind, all nationalities, you know, I think it's just been recent where everybody started to feel like there was an elite group that runs everything, and everybody else was sheep, ignorant, making all ethnicities, colors, and creeds niggas, blind to what's really going on. So I say take off the wool from your eyes. Out with the old America, in with the new. End all racism, all injustice, all oppression to poor people, any people, anywhere on this planet. Let's come together. New day rising. Uh, one time for your mind, one time for your mind. Check it. I'm really at a loss of words, man. I don't know what else I can say. I mean, don't beats, don't rhymes. Hip-hop ain't really that hard, man I'm doing what I can do, man What else y'all want, you know? Uh, we spent the last year writing rhymes Doing shows and chopping records And traveled all around the world to spread the message Cause ain't no rest for the weary when it comes to my team We only sleep on December the 32nd DJs dissing the album before they check it Dealing with their managers and program directors And even though I try not to stress it Sometimes it feels like a waste of time and not worth the effort Nah, but I won't let it Put a block on my team, hustle for a second Booby keep it rushing as long as Tay and I on the mic And life is on percussion, these frontin' dudes can't say nothing. It was only time for we finally spoke out Plenty cold nights ahead, I suggest you get your coats out No time to stand here, lips poked out We bought the clothes out, they stored up doubt and keep it moving Seems like whatever I do, it's not enough for you I paid the cost and gave you my all, but you still want more I'm still standing right here, but it seems so unfair yeah, yeah. That I 
And they straight played us That's how the game got contaminated And now they saying we at fault like the San Andreas And they still trying to play us But not spin the record of disc I got a fire burning deep that would not be extinguished I mean this from the depths of my soul People no more mind talk Let my heart take control Seems like whatever I do It's not enough for you I paid the cost and gave you my all But you still want more Getting it right now and now we gonna give you what you want. Come on, just listen to this. Just listen to this. I'm talking you, 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 and all of you in the back and in the middle and the front. Come on. Homie, this here is pain. I'm speaking on this pitiful thing that's now forever stained in the banks of my memory. You probably like they running this beat, but nah, I doubt we'll ever be. It's funny, cats don't remember me and don't think, cause we all here that it's gonna be all we or all love. It's all above. Trying to master my emotions with pounds and hugs. No more, I say, gotta make them pay. Cause I'm tired of getting stepson in the worst way. Just wait, these chips on my shoulder getting stacked when my pockets catch up. Who's never turning back? Yo, I ain't never heard an act of blow and go global. Then come back home and still be called local. And when we on stage, the people they all front. Don't beats, don't rhymes. What more do y'all want? Shout it out. Seems like whatever I yes, do, yes. it's not enough for you. Uh, uh, I paid the cost and gave you my all, right but here. you still want more. I'm still standing right here. Shout it out. But it seems so unfair oh, a doubt. that yeah. I sacrifice and give you my life, but yeah. you still yeah. want yeah. more. Say big poor nice one Little brother Back again Darren, talk to him, man Talk to him, man Ladies and gentlemen, our next performer needs absolutely no introduction. Uh, he's given the world such classic hits as Roll Over Love and Big Girl Lovin'. Please welcome one of Soul Music's pioneers, Mr. Percy Miracle.
Rock and roll.